freaking bastard. I'm going to start with something I touched on in my angle earlier, which is the 40-year high in inflation right now. Prices going up. Biden's blaming it on the pandemic. And then you have folks like Jim Cramer over at CNBC saying it's the best economy ever. He's totally gushing. Your response? Well, it's not the best economy ever, and we have inflation that's killing our country, and you saw what inflation did to Jimmy Carter's presidency, and we're going to have worse than that. You look at gas prices, the gasoline was at $1.87 a gallon, and now in California it's over $7, $7.77 to be exact. And it's going to be catching up with a lot of other parts of the country. So, uh, no, we're, we're not doing well. We're doing horribly in terms of our image all over the world with uh, the Afghanistan disaster and uh, the border where millions and millions of people are pouring into our country. Now, I think we're at a very low point in our country's history at a very embarrassing point. Well, that was uh, Donald Trump. With Lori Ingram. And he's not wrong. Welcome to the show. You can reach the show at American Bastard 1776 at gmail.com. <clears throat> so, the economy is in shambles, the infrastructure is crumbling, pets' heads are falling off. It's time to sound the alarm bell. Okay. Inflation is at almost a four-decade high. And it should not be surprising to anybody with a frickin' brain cell that if you pump trillions of dollars of fake money into the economy and just print out and send checks to everybody and manipulate the stock market with the Fed, that this is going to happen. It's insane to think that their logic is, hey, let's just use modern monetary theory, print more money, and we can pay all our freaking debts off, right? Well, what do you think is going to happen to the dollar when you pump all that extra money, all that extra cash? There's an influx of cash, right? Quote, unquote, cash, because it's all digital. It's being digitized. It's the war on cash. You do that, and then the value of the dollar is going to go down. It is not rocket science. And Trump is right there. It's, it's, it's just, it's asinine to think that you could run a country and an economy this way. But that is the far-left liberal policies. They want to devalue that dollar. And the crap that Biden said on the campaign trail and that they're still touting right now is the fact that, oh, we're not going to raise taxes on Americans making under $400,000 a year. Well, I got news for you. When you inflate the prices because you're jiving down the value of the U.S. dollar, because of your influx of trillions of dollars into the economy that just poof came from thin air, right? That is a tax. You've caused this infla inflation. 
You've caused this to happen. It wasn't like this a year ago. And I know that they're trying to blame the scamdemic for this. And they're trying to blame supply chain problems. But it really boils down to when you print money that previously did not exist and was not part of the economy, and you try to manufacture a booming economy with dollars from Washington, D.C., all you're doing is devaluating the dollar and increasing the price of everything. And that right there is the crux of the entire matter. Because as we sit here today, the price of everything is so much more than it was just a year ago. Not even a year ago. Huh. You got you to remember. Okay. We're December 14th, 2021 right now. Donald Trump was still President of the United States at the beginning of this year. So, in the span of months, not years, months, the policies and the direction that this current administration has taken this country is causing real pain to real Americans. You go, and you go try to buy some frickin' groceries, and it's way more expensive now than it was before. And <laughs> I love the fact that Chen Saki tries to spin it this way. Check this out. The idea that inflation, high inflation, is being driven by corporate greed, uh, including uh, companies with high profits, some of whom have met at the White House with the President uh, in recent months. Um, does the President endorse that idea? Does he think that corporate greed is the big driver of inflation right now? I think that the president thinks the way people across the country, American families, uh, digest inflation is by price increases. And if you look at industry to industry, it's a little different. So, for example, the president, the secretary of agriculture, have both spoken to what we've seen as the greed of meat conglomerates. That is an area when where people go to the grocery store and they're trying to buy a pound of meat, two pounds of meat, ten pounds of meat. Um, it is the prices are higher. That is, in his view, uh, and the view of our Secretary of Agriculture, because of, you could call it corporate greed, sure. You could call it uh, jacking up prices uh, uh, it, during a pandemic. Oh, sure. Uh, there are other areas. Shut up, shut up, shut up. But we see through their lies, and we see through their blah, 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 and we are tired of it. <laughs> jacking up prices during the scamdemic. Isn't that rich? No, idiot. <laughs> You're trying to really force feed these lies to the American people still. And there are people who are going to believe it. And that is the problem. If you don't understand how economics works, and you're just going to take whatever Jen Psaki says and gobble it up as fact, then 
you're either too stupid to understand economics or you just want to hide your head in the sand and go along to get along because this is a ridiculous take the meat conglomerates are raising the prices of meat no you're lowering the value of the dollar and causing the prices to go up by your policies a third grade education will tell you that. And it's disingenuous for her to sit there and for the whole administration to sit there and the pundits to sit there in the freaking legacy media group to perpetrate these lies to the American people. You know, I wasn't really completely on board when Donald Trump posed the mainstream media as the enemy of the people. I wasn't on board with that. I didn't like that when he said it. But it's painfully obvious that it's true. And I, for one, didn't want to believe it. But there's just no way that we can't call a spade a spade at this point. The legacy media group and this press secretary and this administration all leading the country down to a single goal. And that is socialism. It really is. They are trying to make it to where it is going to be the haves and the have-nots. And it's going to be the elites in Washington. It's going to be the coastal communities that have all of these liberal policies and these liberal elites are going to be the haves. And we are going to be the have-nots. Mark my words right now. They are trying to make it to where we can't own anything. The government has to provide it for us. That's what their goal is. And they will never come out and say it until they come out and say it. And the legacy media group will hold the water for these politicians and these liberal elites. And don't get me wrong, there's rhinos there too. And that's another issue. We need to get some of these Republican in name only out. Because they don't have the best interests of the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the American people in mind. They do not. I mean, I'm telling you right now. These people in Congress, in the Senate, like Mitch McConnell, like Kevin McCarthy, like Liz Cheney, these folks that are supposed to be conservative only serve their best interests. And they want a piece of the pie if the liberal elites... And the leftists get their way. They don't want to be left behind. Well, I'm here to tell you, we need to leave them behind. And maybe Mitch McConnell does have some redeeming qualities. Maybe Kevin McCarthy does have some redeeming qualities. Liz Cheney? No. No, she might as well just turn that R into a D right now. It's astounding to me how people make careers off the backs 
of the middle class in this country. They get rich and we pay their way. This has got to stop. And the only way to stop it is information. Make sure that we inform everyone out there. Every average American citizen needs to be informed on what's going on. What's the voting records? What are they going along with? Because I'm here to tell you, the problems in this country right now stem from decades. Decades of this. Going along to get along. Give some to get some. It's ridiculous. And the thing of it is, we have a absolutely clueless person in the White House right now. He spent 50 years in government. Five decades in government. You really think he's going to fix it now? He's been wrong on every foreign policy decision ever in the history of ever. <laughs> and his economic policies aren't proven to be much better. But don't ask him that. Oh boy, don't ask him that. Check out what he had to say. Interim President Biden. His prices have gone up because of supply chain concerns. We've worked us hard on the supply chain concerns. I think you're going to see, you've already begun to see, and you're going to see over the next couple months, oil prices, gas prices of gas pump come down. You know, the biggest, a third of the increase in inflation is used automobiles. Um, so, I mean, it is a real problem. But the point is, that has to do with supply chain as well. But it also has to do with the fact that not everybody's looking for a used automobile, but those who are, they're paying higher prices because there's fewer of them because of COVID and what was sold out and the like. So I think it's, uh, it really is, it's a real bump in the road. It does affect families. When you walk in the grocery store and you're paying more for whatever you're purchasing, it matters. It matters to people. When you're paying more for gas, although in some states we've got the price down below three bucks a gallon, but the point is, it's not gone down quickly enough. But I think it will. <laughs> I think it will, he says. Wow, isn't that just... <coughs> Man, that just makes me laugh. I think it will. Okay. Um, let me see here. What are the policies that he's going to either implement or has implemented that would let the gas prices go down? Um, we were energy independent. We actually had a surplus. We were selling oil to other countries. Because we had a surplus. And then, oh, Mr. Mumbles there comes into office and immediately starts, I don't know, ruining the country. <laughs> Shutting down the Keystone XL pipeline. Um, banning all drilling on federal lands. And fracking. Oh, oh, and also, let's not forget that he greenlit... Comrade Putin's Nord Stream 2 pipeline 
to cut Ukraine out of the uh, out of the picture, so that Comrade Putin can go ahead and pump all his freaking natural gas and oil right to Europe without even having to deal with Ukraine, which will bankrupt Ukraine and get ready for a Russian invasion on that one. There's nothing in these policies that they've come up with that has done any good for the country. I'm astounded on how quickly it has gone down the tubes. And once again, blaming the scamdemic and the supply chain issues, those are just smoke screens. That's all there is to it. There's no policy that they have instituted since they've taken office and taken control that has helped the American people. Oh yeah, okay, you get your $250, $300 check every every month. Oh yeah. How about them scraps, Nancy Pelosi? Huh? It's just ridiculous to think that you could continually hand out money. How about this? How about instead of us hardworking Americans that are actually paying taxes, um, how about we just don't pay those taxes? How's that? You know, because taxation is theft. So how about we just go ahead and forego tax? In fact, just abolish the IRS. How about that? Institute a national retail sales tax. Call it good. So if you consume more, you pay more. <coughs> Makes sense that won't do it. Not going to happen. Because then they would lose their slush funds. Where is this money coming from? You know, <laughs> they're still trying to pass this damn $2 trillion quote-unquote build back better plan. <laughs> and thank goodness for Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia. He's a Democrat, but he's an old blue dog Democrat. He understands economics. He says, wait, 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 hold on. So you're telling me this $1.7 trillion is going to be paid over 10 years? Oh, wait, read the damn bill. <laughs> it's closer to $6 trillion because of all the pork and fat and pet projects for these leftists. They don't ever pass a standalone bill. They don't, because they have to be able to just sneak this in. Let's just put this in here for our constituents that donate to my campaign. It's sickening. It is sickening, and it is wrong, and it is time to take our country back. And I don't mean Donald Trump. He is not the savior. But I'll tell you what, I've said it before, he did not drain the swamp, but he lowered the damn water enough to see what's inside. And it's time for us to get active. And it's time for us to make sure that in 2022, we send a resounding message to those leftists and those elites who think that we exist for them when it is and it should be 
the other way around. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening. I think maybe I'm the only one who listens. (laughs) Again, if uh, you do listen to this and you decide to reach out to the show, AmericanBastard1776 at gmail.com Until next time, my friends. Stay vigilant. Always watch your six. And don't ever, ever give them an inch. Hey, fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? You want an abortion? Get one! Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. Thank you.